we're going to take a second. We're going to introduce ourselves just because. Yeah, hit him. I'm Jim. That's mine. Oh, yeah, because now there's a lot of voices. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm uh, absolutely stoked to have one of my best friends here, Nadim. Thanks, man. You haven't been on, huh? No. This is the first, oh, wait. We've done so much shit together. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've been on here or no. not. I haven't been on this podcast. Um, well, you're and, on now. And Thank then you. Young Legend. Hello. Timmy. Timmy. Uh, Timmy the TikToker? Is it Timmy the YouTuber? Is it Timmy the Businessman? See, you gotta you gotta keep up with the times. Yeah. So you're I a could, TikToker. I could, I could be anybody. Timmy the TikToker, Timmy the YouTuber, Timmy the Instagrammer. Yeah. That's where that's I like where Timmy. I think the serious convo before we um we'll continue to talk shit on the rock. But that's why we had these two in particular. Not only are they homies and we have a bunch of guests coming on the show. Fifty percent facts, ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes every uh Wednesday and Friday. But um you two, although you're young, have seen a lot of shit in the content and YouTube game. And then we're not as young, and we've also seen a lot of shit in the content <laughs> game. Uh, and Timmy, uh, huge compliment, and it, it won't come off as sincere as deep as I do mean it, has one um, really revolve with the times. And you've, if, you've done that Gary Vee bullshit where you've just pushed yourself, mm-hmm. uh, and you've actually lived that, and you've had success in it, which is fucking rad. Because yep. a lot of people do do it, and a lot of people don't have success with it, and then even less people even try. So... <laughs> Hats off to you, buddy, for, you. for doing Thank that. You, um, glad to have you guys here. Thanks. Cheers. Um, Cheers. I've, this is my second drink in uh, a year. This so. is Salon Mike's branded uh, tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. Organic, natural. Uh, Only one ingredient. It's and not it Reposado help- and it's not brown. It's 50% tequila, 50% whiskey. 50% uh, yeah, fuckery. <laughs> yeah. What is this company? Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 Ah. Cheers. Azul? Oh, Azul. Uh, this is delicious. I just thought I would throw that out there. Shout out to Mike Shaw, my little bro, for buying this for us. Sorry I couldn't drink with you, buddy, but it's been a Ooh. year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is good. I waited. This is good. I waited it's a year and a de- half. It's delicious. And I normally don't like tequila, and if we're going to be talking stories about shit we've seen, yeah, like, it's like a the good Arnold at the Olympian, everything, I've got, I've got a story about tequila, which is why I hate oh, tequila. Really? Oh, so that's like the... the uh, well, that- you guys didn't take a shot of it? Well, I'm not going to shot it. I'm gonna, I mean, it's delicious. I'm going to sip We it. got another podcast. You can get hammered yeah. and then go disappear. Yeah. I got, I can't get hammered. I, I got another podcast. After this. No, that'd be great. If you yeah. get, if I get you fired, good thing I'm friends with your boss. They'll get me drunk. Yeah, just hammered on FaceTime. Yeah. You don't mind. Uh, that was kind of the thing in the early days YouTube game. Mm-hmm. You'd go to these expos, hopefully paid for, brought to you by, uh, if you're lucky enough, a sponsor. You work all day. Shout out Quest in 2015. Shout Yo, out Quest when they were good. 2020. <laughs> because we know you're listening. 2014, 15 Quest was absolutely banging. I would. Mm. That's another one I would just straight spend money on because it was so good. And then you and then you just go and get absolutely obliterated. Yeah, you go to the clubs or different. Uh, even before the YouTube days, different supplement companies would rent out clubs or hotels and run their own parties. Like, oh, I'm going to the BSN party tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Know, people get. Fucked up. No, there. people like to party. I never went to any of those, I don't think. You've probably been to a few. Um, just like after parties at some of these events. Uh um, yeah, I've been to, I've been to one really big one. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I've been to any. I don't I, I was like pseudo invited or like the homies would go, but I was just so tired because I set up booths and I was first at the booth. VIP at Arnold starts at like six thirty in the morning or something stupid. Yeah. So I'd be banging out twelve hour days. I would just eat dinner and cry. But yeah. Timmy probably lived the life a little bit. I wouldn't say I live the life or anything, but it, but it's kind of like what you said, where you know you go there by association, you, you're just uh you're just gonna go with uh, with with everybody there. So we were actually watching this video uh, in the car ride over here, 2015 Arnold. Uh, Can we say that's peak fitness still? I I, I don't want. I would say I would say that's that was, that was yeah. my favorite era. Yeah, because I don't want to yeah. be the old guy that like says that shit, but it was so fun. Yeah, I I would say that that's golden age. But um, everybody was out there with Quest, and first we went bowling. I remember that much, and then everybody knows our boy Max Tuning. Shout out to shout, shout out, out to Deadlift Bra. Um, but him and I, we're you know we're just trying to get a ride to, uh, to downtown Columbus, and we're just you know out there in the cold, middle of the street. Finally, get an Uber, and somehow we end up at a uh, at a gay bar that we did not know in you know downtown sure. Columbus. And Jim Shark was throwing a party there. It's like sure. okay. I'm, gonna, I'm one of those people. I'm going to try to get a sponsorship, just try to talk to. I think Ben is one of the yeah. owners of Gymshark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Ben Francis. Shout out, man. And then all of a sudden, uh, Christian and uh, you, you could, do you guys remember Tim Rodriguez? Yeah. That name's uh, yeah. Familiar, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they just started buying everybody shots and shots and shots of just tequila. Christian? 
uh, Christian and Tim. Christian likes to throw down, bro. Yeah, but it was like white tequila, dark tequila, white tequila, dark tequila. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I end up in the bathroom, and then I, I feel this guy like, like patting my back on everything like that. Do you want some blow to make you feel a little bit better? I'm like, I'm don't getting... say names. Don't say names. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't Guzman. It wasn't yeah, Guzman. Yeah. It wasn't Guzman. It was, it was some rando. Okay. Was it actually rando or was it, was, it, in it was the actually industry? rando? Oh, okay. It was actually a rando. Super, like super, super nice, <laughs> super nice, and everything. But Would you right. some blow? and then Barquan showed up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but like, here I am getting offered coke in a yeah. gay bar in the middle of Columbus, Ohio. Oh, did he mean cocaine or blow? Oh. No, no, he meant cocaine. Okay. He meant cocaine. I probably should have clarified yeah. that. You want some blowy? You don't really know. <laughs> you should have just said yes and see where the adventure took you. But um, but then I remember uh, getting back to the hotel room and I'm locked out of the room. And I fall asleep on the floor outside of, outside of the hotel room. How old are you? Because you were young. I, I, I had just turned 21. Young and impressionable. I, I had just turned yeah. 21. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm outside. And then the next morning, the uh, janitorial service, are like poking me with their stick. It's like, hey, dude, you can't be here. Oh, no. And I had to go, uh, had to go downstairs to get a new room key. But it wasn't in my name. It was in Chelsea Lips' name. Uh, Chelsea Lips. Oh, Chelsea Lips. Shout out Chelsea Lips. But, uh, but yeah, since then, I kind of swore off tequila. But this is good. I like this. I feel like Chelsea List was one of the first to open a gym. Oh, she did open a gym. Yeah. I was saying I went there a couple times. She was like my um, biggest fitness crush back then. Really? Yeah. She's what? She's Ohio? She's, She's Pennsylvania. Yeah, I knew it, it all meshes in my brain. Yeah, it's they're the same state. Well. Uh, I, I would drive there a couple times. Um, you know, it was like a nice personal training studio, yeah. uh, like three deadlift platforms, three squat racks. Uh, I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of potential in it. Uh, I just remember it was really cold. Yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. I mean, you're from Jersey. It's all yeah. freezing out there. I yeah. remember at the, I forgot what year. I think it was maybe like 2016 uh, Olympia yeah. in Vegas. So same thing happened. Like everyone wants to go to the club after, but I was 20 and I couldn't get in. Like Brad tried to get, I was with Brad at that time. He was trying to get me into the club. You say that like you're dating. I was, yeah. <laughs> we, we were working together. Yeah. It was exclusive. Um so he tried to get me in the club. I really didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, you didn't want it? No. Because I feel like when I was 20, I was about it. But then I turned like 22, 23. I'm like, all right. I was dude. shy. So uh, I was never yeah, yeah, about fair. it. Like even now, we went to a club for one of our homies' birthdays like a year ago. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. When I get there, I'm buying everyone shots. Yeah. I'm like, Clubs are in. a lot. There's so like much. if you haven't been to a big club, like yeah. it's a lot going on. Vegas is yeah. big. Miami's big. Yeah. But they tried to get me in. I couldn't make it. I was. They carded me. I was like, fuck. So then I even went with back. that beard. <laughs> yeah, even with the beard. Yeah, they, I get carded more with the beard than I do without. Oh, because they're like guessing. Yeah. So then I went to the hotel and I forgot I didn't have my key, and it was under Brad's name. Same thing happened. So mm. I was sleeping the thing. I tried hitting him up, and at first he was like, "All right, I'll be out in a minute." Never shows up. Five, five or six hours later, doesn't show up. Right. So I'm just sitting there like fucking like dying. Yeah. Like I want to go to sleep. It's like three a.m. Um, and I see some people from I don't want to say who, but from the Quest team. <laughs> Um, workers or like influencers? The workers, the workers, like the people that were like, not not Ian, the one I was telling you about, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but another guy comes out just drunk as fuck crying. And he, like, and we, we knew each other. So yeah. I was like, yo, what's going on? And he was like, fuck that bitch. I <laughs> <laughs> cry. I'm like, what happened? And he's just like, just telling me everything. And I'm like, God damn. So I'm like, all right. And I'm like, I just sent him to his hotel room and I go upstairs. Same thing. I fall asleep right in front. But then as people in Vegas, like, come come down to this like asian couple they come and this guy brings like three like girls to his room and for an hour i couldn't sleep he just, <laughs> just, they're pounding you can hear it from the outside vegas is wild yeah it, it was a lot of fun yeah. oh that in that same time like furious pete took me out for the first time to like gamble and stuff yeah. and furious is a good dude super nice guy uh i feel like through the fitness scene i became a man and like i had all my first experiences with drinking gambling yeah well, when I, I met you when you were, what, 18, 19? 17. Oh, yeah. God. So funny. Yeah. Well, I had Cradle, to push your car in reverse. Cradle robber. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I didn't have reverse on my car for a year. He moved to LA. <laughs> I, I think the first time we hung out, I don't even think you had moved to LA yet. You are like about to. The, the, I, the first time we hung out was the month before yeah. Barbara, or the day before Barbara opened. No, the it's new even, location. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was the first time you yeah. actually hung out with everyone. Yeah. We met at the San Jose Fit Expo like yeah. the year before. But then we like hung hung when uh, Omar came down. That's when I remember pushing your car everywhere. It was like I moved then. I was yeah. There. It was like yeah. five months later. Yeah, 
I was so like the first month I was in LA, my car like the transmission fucked up, mm-hmm. and I had it for a year. I couldn't afford anything else. It was like five thousand dollars to fix the transmission, and it was like a Beamer, so it was even more. Yeah. And then uh, that's I'm, a sick car though. A little five series wagons. Those are sick. Three series wagons. Oh yeah, those are sick. Yeah, I fucked up. I got it towed and just they took it, and <laughs> I should have kept it. But uh, I remember I went on dates to push the car back, and they thought it was cute. <laughs> I remember we, we it was your charm. Went out it was your charm. And, uh, we we had like this great dinner, and I was like, "Yo, you gotta push my car back." <laughs> out of the spot, I almost hit a uh, you know in parking structures. Yeah. So they're slanted. So uh, I pushed my car out, and it starts rolling down the slant. No. You used to push it out and then sprint around like you're doing a fucking yeah. bobsled. Yeah. Well, I was holding it, and it was saying it got an inch from a Rolls Royce. Oh. Your story is kind of interesting too. Not to dive into because Jim and I have done this too long. I hate like uh, origin stories, you know, because that's like the typical podcast. Like, why'd oh, you start lifting, Tim? And you're like, yeah. oh, I want to be jacked. How but, did you get into fitness? Yeah, but your your shit is uh, something I I commend too. Not to throw compliments out, but uh, when you're drinking tequila and you can be vulnerable on podcasts, sometimes it's easier than when you and I are hanging out personally. Uh, you just took a shot to fucking make it. You're like I'm 17. He just took a shot at tequila That's as well. Who. So, and you're like, like Barquan. Barquan uh, has cool things going on. I believe in him. I believe in his message. I want to do directing, film, videography. I'm just gonna move to LA. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's some. But you said you're a shy kid. That's some big cajones, bro. I think uh, with people I became comfortable with. But even when I first like met them, I was, I was like super shy. Yeah. I just said hi. I couldn't really talk to them. But I think it was. I don't know if it was like. A lot of luck because it's it was a weird time where maybe they trusted me, but it, it happened with everyone, especially everyone with the following. I made them feel comfortable because I didn't really care about the following. Yeah, I just cared about who they were. Yeah, that's that's weird. You asked me for a lot of shout outs. Never. <laughs> I didn't want to lose followers by you. Um, just get a bunch of weird dudes following you because I, I never really cared about the cloud. Uh, the only reason I cared about who they were is because the message they put out or like who they were that gave me inspiration. Um, but it's more weird on Bart's part for even letting yeah. me come in and move in with them, you know? Because, um, like, I just, I think I just made them feel comfortable enough that they kept wanting me to come out. What was that first conversation? Like, uh, hey, man, Barbell's cool. Let me film you. No, it was, uh, we met at 2013 Corona in the USPA State Championships, California State Championships. And uh, I saw him walk in. I Oh, I first saw Gio. I said, hi. I was like, where's Bart? She was like, oh, he's coming. I said, hi. I bought a shirt. I left. He's like, oh, I was like, I was saying some weird shit about like I'm a Della 500, but he was bullshitting. Yeah, right, um, dude. You're flexing your PRs. No, nah, I would never. <laughs> um, and then from there, I just kept tagging them in all my posts. I was wearing barbell all the time, and it's funny because we went to the the convention center, and uh, so Arnell, the one that runs Warcat, mm-hmm. he was like my best friend from like fifth grade, and he would always see me in like at the school wearing like barbell and stuff like that, and, like get talking about lifting when nobody worked out. But from there, I went to the uspa nationals in vegas and i got like first place i did a bunch of stuff well i was the only one competing in my age group so uh obviously I'm do get first. Yeah. yeah sometimes you just show up and you win yeah but yeah i put in the work you know i think i almost bombed out too but get I got three first. lifts win the whole thing back then oh so, uh, side tangent back then <laughs> if you went nine for nine people would talk shit on you that you didn't give it your i all. still yeah, yeah, yeah. i still that, do that still happens yeah today. i still do still but if you go nine today, for nine and you beat everyone yeah, you're sure. going there to win at least at the fe- like there's uh, we were talking about this in the car about mm-hmm. people go to set PRs and buy right. themselves, and then there's the new generation which is cool to win. Yeah, right. And yeah, it all depends on intent. Like, are you trying to PR? Are you trying to test yourself, or are you trying to beat someone a record or the meet? Yeah. So, like for example, like Russ, he might not hit at nationals. Yeah. His biggest PR, but he's gonna take first. Right. If he takes first, you yeah, you can't really say much. No, you should yeah. never say Russ yeah. anything. Um, Even though he should have gone a little harder. Sorry, Russ. <laughs> he fucking beat. I'm not going to say that. He, he did amazing. Um, but so then Maybe I, push yourself once in a while, kid. <laughs> he, uh, so Put we, some weight on the bar. I, I would shout them out. Not really shout them out. I would tag them. Uh, and then he I saw that. I built Bart. And when I was, so I fucked up. And I told, we went to the airport at 10 a.m. I thought the flight was at 10 a.m., but it was 10 p.m. And I would always get randomly selected at the airports. So it took me an hour to get randomly? to the Randomly? Yeah, dude. This is fucked up. <laughs> so, but then they were like, all right, you made it through, but you could not leave the airport. If you leave, you're fucked. So we had to be there for 12 hours. You're My just napping? Yeah. And, uh, but that's when Bart hit me up and was like, oh, shout out this, that. And he was like messaging me. He gave me like his number and stuff. And then from there, we just talked. Uh, he was like, dude, I'm going to open up a gym. You should come out. And I was like, I was too young to drive. But then 
from there we just once i got my you license were a kid yeah i was a kid kid and then uh once i got my license i just drove every like two weeks i used like financial aid from school just to like get a hotel and stuff and yeah. then came down and then from there it was like they would just leave me at the front <laughs> like the other workers were like hey i'm gonna go get some food can you just run it and the bar and them will come in they're like what are you doing I'm like, I, I guess i'm working <laughs> and then uh we i started doing some videos for them and they're like hey if you want to i know you want to get into filmmaking my, my plan was them to open up the barbell in san jose mm. but then they were like come to come to la and yeah. we'll give you a job and then i worked at the gym for six months while doing uh like five videos a week i also got connected with bradley so yep. we started doing like three videos a week for him um and even then i, I never got paid for both yeah but just then, the grind just the grind and then uh after like six months we were like all right let's uh create different divisions in the company and we created a media department and then that's that was like the rest of the story I think it's cool because like uh, even Sebastian and, and there's people that um, want to do what we do. Like, oh, I like being in front of the camera and I like coaching and I like entertaining people. But there's just as many, if not more, people want to do what you want to do. And you've done both, obviously. You've filmed your own YouTube and you've done skits that are really high. But there's a lot of people that think editing and film is like the coolest shit in the world. Yeah. And they're just as inspired. Uh, and I don't want to speak for Seabass, but like guys like Duhan and you, like yeah. that's who he looks up to and that's what he wants to learn from. And Justin, he wants to learn from you guys. Yeah. Which well, I think is cool. The only thing I think is weird is like, why did they take a chance on me? Maybe I made them feel comfortable, but like yeah. if anyone comes now, maybe it was different back then. Like if anyone comes up to the, anyone now, like, hey, like I want to work for you, I'll move out. They'd be like, what the fuck? Don't, don't. Yeah. What's the old guy saying? Luck is preparation meets opportunity. And that's where I wanted to dive in with Tim and even me. And I say it all the fucking time. Like, Mike, you got to follow me. You work so hard. I'm like, I worked hard and I showed up. But we had, and our podcast is good, but we had the first fitness podcast on iTunes. You know, like timing is a lot of things. Like maybe we, not the first, but probably the most diverse and the most comedy inflected, probably not always intentionally. But. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> the, the point is just that like, there's so much luck into it. And I feel like you, and some of it's probably on your part is imposter syndrome, you know, like everyone yeah, has some, but I honestly think, um, and maybe some's my imposter syndrome, but maybe Tim has a different idea of his stuff. Cause Tim, you've done YouTube for a very long time, mm -hmm. probably yeah. almost as long as I have. Um, well, what would you say? Almost like nine, 10 years. So I've been on YouTube forever, but okay. my channel, I think is about nine years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've been on Jim's channel and Mark's obviously and Barquan's and Omar's and shit forever. So yeah, our timelines are similar Yeah, and my YouTube did better than yours in the beginning. Um, but your content's great. You're great. You're a great coach. You're a great, uh, entertainer, but your shit started to pop pop when you dove into TikTok. Yeah. And again, like, could you call it luck? Could you call it opportunity? You took the chance just to do it. A lot of things are just executing and doing it. Um, what's some of your opinion, even on nads, you throw them under the bus or not, but I think there is luck in, in, involved because yeah. it's not like your content got a hundred thousand times better. Mm -hmm. Your content's consistently gotten better. But, but you were on YouTube. You're doing pretty good. Like, I mean, I, yeah, for I sure. For sure. Yeah. I don't mean to downplay it, oh, but no, you no, know no, what I mean. No, you know what I mean? Like your yeah. TikTok you, pop popped. But then you kind of stopped around the before the pandemic and TikTok era. Yeah, and yeah me too. The resurgence through TikTok. It was just a little hard to do it at, at home, especially because, uh, and, and this is kind of why I dove into Twitch a little bit because, yeah. you know, if I'm going to be in the same spot working out all the time, it's like, how many different ways could I spin content in my basement? You know, so with Twitch, because you've got the people and you, you know, you stream on Twitch yeah. too. So you're always interacting with your viewers. That's constantly going to be new content. I made a might have made a mistake of not, you know, recording those VODs and uploading them to YouTube yeah, for extra I did content. The same. But um but yeah, I just had to take a little bit of a break because and I'm sure you're you're kind of the same way. Um, really everybody here. When content feels the same, you kind of just lose motivation over it's hard. time. Especially in fitness, bro. I yeah. talk about fitness being the hardest content on the planet because mm -hmm. the deadlift doesn't change. Like you can yeah. keep telling your story and some things change. Mm -hmm. You can get you gotta get really creative. My easy example is because I did Twitch too, is gaming. Yeah. Gaming changes every week by them, not you. Exactly. They're updating the map. They're updating the gun. They're updating the skins. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're feeding you content. Yeah. We're like, yeah, there's new powerlifting meets every week, but it's like it's just not the same. Like it, it's well, hard. Powerlifters are kind of boring because it's like you want to switch up and you <laughs> kind of it, but they just want to see the the lifts. Yeah, for well, that, sure. That's how the the uh, voiceover videos started with for me was that it was boring. Yeah. yeah. This is super boring. And at some point, you know, the software got good enough to be able to do it. And we'd been involved in in Bigger, Stronger, Faster. And there was voiceover over um, over lifting content. Yeah. yeah some narration. Action. Narration. And then it's like, OK, well, if we do it instructionally and suddenly we have the software to be able to do this and we should just do this. And, and you know, it was never big until it was big. 
Yeah, yeah, even that though, right? Like those videos were gonna even when I joined, they're gonna thousand hits, thousand yeah. hits. Then we yeah, do podcasts exactly. and we do some other things, yeah. you add in some flavor, and now mm-hmm. shit goes crazy. Wait for for Tim, what, when was like the well, like, what got you into like making the content? On on TikTok specifically or just in general? Or just your first ever. So uh I, I wanna say the very first channel I watched was uh, was Omar's channel. Cause uh, I, he, I don't think he's too much older than me. Uh, for context, anybody doesn't know, I'm 29 right now. Yeah. So I think I've been doing same this, ballpark. Like, yeah. So like, like 30, like late 20s, early 30s, right? So I watched him do it, and it was like, hmm, it, it might be a little bit weird. It's like I was a little camera shy. I wanted to, you know, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So I figured, why don't I, you know, be that student that could show everybody that you could achieve your own fitness goals, but still live a quote unquote normal lifestyle. Were you in college? I was in college yeah, at the time. Cool. Yeah. So so um. I had just uh, finished with community college because, you know, didn't have a lot of money. It was a you know free opportunity for me to get an education. The first two years of college, you're going to take the same classes anyway. So when I finally went to, uh, you know, this private school, it's like, I, you know, I could div- uh, diversify myself a little bit. You know, there's a dining hall. I could film myself eating some healthier foods, counting calories, counting macros, you know, recording your own workouts, which I'll get to in a little bit, which kind of sparked the idea of game day all that time ago. But um, but yeah, I I just wanted to really like document my own journey, show people that you can do it, it's a whole thing you can do it too. Yeah. Um, but then it just turned into, I don't know, just like a little journey throughout life. I it's so weird. I remember uh, recording my own college graduation. Like I was that weird kid with the camcorder, like <laughs> like waving it around, like look yeah. at all these people at graduation no, cool. right now. Um, which it's kind of cool. Like I don't know if you have the same thing, but like you take a. You could like take a video from like 2013. It's like, damn, I was I was this person at that time, and yeah. like look at me today. Um, but uh, so going going into like the uh, the whole idea of game day now because this kind of happened at the beginning of my YouTube channel, and I remember because I had a camcorder just like this, except it was like some film in 720. I think it was like a Sony Nexion or Vixion, yeah. something like a little that. like skateboarder, yeah, Best Buy yeah. special, yeah, but um. Back All of then, these were purchased at Best Buy, by the way. Back then, it was like weird to record yourself because you know social media today, everybody's got you know their fancy iPhones Dude. recording anything and everything in the gym. Because I everybody... feel like that's new, new. Like four years ago, five years ago, taking a selfie in public in a crowd kind of looked weird. Mm. Yeah, but like now. Dude, everyone's phones out. Moms, dads, grandmas, everyone's just snapping shit everywhere. Yeah, so normal. Everyone has a tripod at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Commercial true, rooms. true. Yeah. But um, but this was this was way before then, like eight, like seven, eight years ago. So I remember recording in my university gym, and I wish I still had the videos because they made me take them down. But, <laughs> oh, uh, the college did? Yeah, Damn. yeah. So, so I got an email from uh, from Student Life. It's like, hey, um, we see some videos on YouTube of you like recording yourself and deadlifting, and this is a private space. We, you know, you can't be doing this. Interesting. And they threatened to bring me up on charges with the university unless I took the videos down. Wow. I wonder if Ben Rice ever had issues. What was that? Ben Rice. You know, ben. See, I don't. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever did. I don't think because he was smashing it. Yeah. I think he went to a small private school, and mm-hmm. he'd be. <laughs> Ben's videos are funny because it's like such a small school. Yeah. This fool's pulling eight hundred on the shittiest equipment on the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. funny. Yeah, but um, but then I told myself that you know it'd be really cool if I had my own space where you know could you you could use chalk, you could record yourself, you could do this, you could do that. So that's kind of what sparked the idea of game day. But after that, um, I started watching Johnny Candido, yeah. which is funny because he he goes to game day now, yeah. so it's like everything came uh, full circle. But then I saw like, damn, the, you know, this sport really has the opportunity to grow, and I think you know social media could be that segue into you know into the mainstream. Did so, you have that thought at the time, or is that hindsight? What was that? Do you, did you have that thought at the time, or is that more hindsight? Like, it, it was like in the, it was in the back of my mind yeah. because like, I never thought like that. Because I think Johnny was really the only powerlifting YouTuber at the time. Yeah, um, yeah, like pure, yeah, super training. And, yeah, like him, Omar, yeah, like dabbled. Yeah, and the, and then Max started doing it yeah. too. Um, but you know, I wanted to be one of those guys, so I, you know, I would record my workouts, you know, record myself at meets, and uh, you know, eventually had to take a little bit of a break from it. But I think the break was good because it finally put everything into perspective. Like, you know, I've come this far as an athlete. I want to open a gym. I have, I built up a little bit of a name for myself. So why don't I focus on that bigger picture stuff and then finally get back to social media? I think it's everyone, you know, yeah. like Guzman was probably doing 80 videos a fucking month before. Yeah. Now he puts out less. Cause eventually you have to grow up and you have to do business, mm-hmm. you know, like YouTubing's great, but unless you're the top guy, unless you're fucking, I can't even name a top guy. Yeah, like Dobrik or something. Mm-hmm. YouTube's not paying the bills. It's a vessel to create. I mean, I think it depends on who you are, but like kind of said, you use YouTube to build yeah. a career. Yeah. Uh, last time we talked to Guzman, he was like, "I want to get everything automated so we can go back to." Because he's yeah. like, "I love making videos." Yeah, for sure. He's like so creative about it, and that's like where he finds his fun. 
compared to all the stresses and yeah, running a business, especially that big. Running any business is fucking yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's always a headache. That's what's funny. Uh, uh, Nico, uh, Tim's roommate, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, stayed the night at our house last night, and he's a little bit younger, 24, 25. 24, yeah. Yeah, and it's like hearing him talk to me. He's like, "Dude, it's so hard business." I'm like, "Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> you kid. Up for this, yeah, dude. welcome, kid. Like, yeah." He's like, "Man," I was like, "Yeah, dude. Like, there's fun in it because you're always constantly troubleshooting, mm-hmm. and you have to be creative in a different way to problem solve on your own." Um, and be super resourceful but um, it's funny like it's his first deep dive into it and he's just really seeing like oh mm-hmm. fuck this stuff stuff I'm like, yeah bro it doesn't matter the scale like obviously when you scale up it gets more difficult in different ways but mm-hmm. starting's really fucking hard too yeah like just how you how you flick the switch on for the first time ever is really hard how to even make it LLC and then all those right. other processes and just yeah. becoming yeah. a business is like it's you could YouTube it, but right. still then it's kind of confusing. Now it's, yeah, now at least you can Google and YouTube it. I, I got my first LLC in 2009. I had no fucking clue. I walked to the state office and <laughs> filled out a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I think in Nico's uh, case specifically, uh, everything kind of happened all at once because, uh, and and, and everyone's probably going to hear it on the next episode uh, because Joe and Nico, they're kind of on the come up with social media now too. Yeah. But uh, Nico and Joe, they, like, they came up to me. It's like, we watched you on YouTube. All, like all those years ago, which I, fi- I still find weird yeah, it's today. Cool, it's like you're my roommate and you're also my neighbor, so <laughs> it's like uh, that's a little bit funny. But uh, but with Nico, you know he he's always been like a pretty strong lifter, and you know now his name his uh, name's starting to get out, out there a little bit more. But now because like he's he's part of this world now that we've been in for such a long time, so it's kind of you know normal to us for, for us to sit here and have a conversation because he was texting me and Joe. It's like what is life right now? It's like I'm on silent Mike's couch. Yeah, he's he's in the back of the car. He's like twenty seventeen. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't talk like this. I'm just being a jerk. But he's like he's like twenty seventeen. I bought gangster raps because of you. <laughs> me and Kyle just start dying laughing. That's so tight. Yeah, it's so funny. It's, it is cool seeing, like, we were talking about this on the way up here, where it's, like, how much all of us had an effect on, if you go to 24, mm-hmm. right, for example, all the kids that are lifting now are byproducts of a lot of stuff that we've done. Yeah, they either watched us, something we touched, or one of our friends. Yeah. They either, you know, like, they mm-hmm. watched a Max, or they watched an Omar, they watched a Tim, they watched somebody Yeah. that we know. Yeah, it's cool. And it's, uh, I like sitting there, like, it's almost like I'm looking at, like, my grandkids. Like, <laughs> your, little, your little sperm babies. Yeah, I'm like, uh, none of these kids know who the fu- I mean, some of them come up sure. with me, but a lot of these have no idea who I am. They but for I'm sure like, watched a video you they, made. Yeah, they've definitely got inspired, or the people that got inspired, that they're inspired by, were fans of yeah. the self mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a family tree. Yeah. Right, like the Larry Gal. Like it, I drove Larry to dinner one time here. He's like, "Yeah, I watched a lot of you and Bart. This is kind of weird in the car." I'm like, "Yeah, bro, <laughs> but you're way bigger than I'll ever be, right?" And then yeah. the kids that are watching him are going to start TikTok in three years, yeah. and they're going to have eight, 80 million followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Larry kills me because I saw him yesterday, obviously at the at the expo, and he's like, "Oh, oh, hey, I'm I'm Larry. Do you remember when I when I came up with Bart before?" He's like, "Yeah, Larry, I remember. Like, I know who you are. I'm not going to forget who you are. Yeah, he's yeah. a good at kid. This point, like, so self." self-deprecating so you know just super humble super humble yeah so i think kind of like segueing into that like how do you think tiktok has changed the social media game today because because i i have my answers like from a from a powerlifting perspective but i want to hear you guys i don't know about powerlifting specifically um because i'm just like uh when i started diving into tiktok was probably late like again tip to you for being the new guy uh and like adapting and i just was stuck in my ways and covid fucked me up emotionally not covid itself but uh which is weird because covid did fuck up a lot of people emotionally and mentally Mm -hmm. my timing was or my issues were separate but it happened at the same time so it lined up uh the shit i went through but besides that like i just wasn't creating content at all Oh, you need some more, dude? Yeah, you want more? No, rev him up. No, I'm good. Uh, well, don't you have a job to do after this? Yeah, he's got a meeting. He's got a business meeting. YouTube isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a real job. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. I think um, fitness as a whole, again, talk about luck or opportunity or mm-hmm. what it was from 2010 to 2020, and obviously still now, um, went through such an insane revolution because of like just so many factors like stars aligning whatever you want to say right like crossfit got popular Mm -hmm. could you say social media yeah maybe but it's also just like this new innovative tough guy Mm -hmm. barbell training type shit the candidos the omars the allen thralls the barts etc etc made powerlifting go crazy during the same time um 
social media in general, people, you could see what was uh, naturally capable with Dwayne Johnson and The Rock. That helped a lot of people get into things during that Everyone's era. Everyone's favorite natty Dwayne vegan Johnson organic. and The Rock? No, Dewey Johnson. Dewey Johnson, yeah. Uh, and so like all these things just kind of happened at the exact same time. Uh, and there was like a level to things you knew like, all right, like, um, Guzman's like, like top of the pyramid popularity. Cause he, he, he's a good looking kid. He's super business savvy and he's uh, very, very strong, uh, inject. You're like, all right, that guy's got, I'm making up a number, but 800,000 followers. Right. And you're like, all right, that's the tip of like our niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you have the Ronnie Coleman's and the Arnold Schwarzenegger's. They're kind of like a different category to me. TikTok kind of meshed all that. And then like multiplied it by six. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into politics. Who knows if the Russian bots and the Chinese bots and like views and all this. I don't know what's going on in TikTok. But the fact like our homie JP, JPG coaching, shout out. Like that dude's got like 7 million followers. And you're like, oh, the level's a little different now. Mm-hmm. You know, things are changing quickly, um, which is great for everybody. It's great for the barbell. It's yeah. great for America's health. Mm-hmm. It's great for knowledge of education for coaches and gyms like Game Day and Third Street. Um, so I think TikTok uh, is like the icing on the cake that accelerated already what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think it was easier access in this short, quick videos, you know? So it's like it was a little bit longer than what Vine was so people can actually put out information. The only thing I think with how it for me, I, everything always has pluses and minuses. I yeah. think it always has way more pluses, getting more people in the fitness. But it perpetuated the how people gain success so quickly that most people are like, that's what I want. That's yeah, what yeah, I want yeah. to copy. The instant gratification. People, mm-hmm. Any way they get into fitness is dope. But then people that get into fitness for those reasons are like, I have to take steroids because my favorite 16-year-old takes steroids. And then they got the Lambo and then yeah, this, that. For sure. And it's like you see it like – like uh, Russ posted something today where it was like a kid was like, hey, I'm 16. I'm thinking about like, do you think I should take steroids because I'm trying to get into bodybuilding? And he's like, no. Like, yeah. what, what are you talking You're about? 16. And then uh, Derek Moore Plates More Dates did a video about a 14-year-old taking trend. Yeah. And it's Ooh. just like, it's it's because everyone wants that quick success. For sure. And it's like, we've been in it for so fucking long. And it's like, we know how long this shit takes. Yeah. And the longevity of things, you know, where it's a lot of these people are like quick in and out. But it's so much fame so much money to be made there's so much all these things that i think we kind of gone through at the beginning when it was that peak like 2015 phase um where everyone was getting those lambos where at the expos everyone was trying to get at the girls where and then that kind of dived down into just the more like hey this is our daily lives yeah um uh, to now that's where it had the extreme boom with tiktok like times 10 yeah I do wonder, you know, because that's kind of like the the phase of all social media. It's the phase of a lot of marketing in general, right? Like even uh, like an analogy is like the supplement industry. Back in the day, brand new supplement would launch. They'd sprinkle some steroids in there. You buy that first pound of protein, you get insane results. Now you buy that protein for the rest of your life. Um, Instagram, similar, right? Like the first three years, you could grow way faster and get more uh, discoverability if you use the right hashtags and post it often. Now it's really hard to grow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. TikTok, I feel like is going through that right now. It's about to probably tip where the early days, if you're an early adopter, you're you're making good content, you're using the hashtags, you're doing the proper protocols to grow with obviously quality content, you're going to grow really fast and then eventually it's going to even out because it's just makes more sense for the platform to charge you to get eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook went through the same thing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so hopefully that old school or the new kids will learn <laughs> like, hey, this is yeah. a grind. Uh, you'll have to do it. Um, but I agree. I agree. Until they become, you know, um, virtual social media things where it, it just happens in your head and you don't even need a phone. Oh, I'm in. And I think that that's... Plug me in. Yeah. Plug me in, it's all It's all metaverse shit. It Sign just me up. happens. I'm going to have the greatest pecs in the metaverse. <laughs> I'm happy for the metaverse because I'm so like... I'd rather everyone move away from me. Yeah. And I could still live in the real world. Oh, you think you're going you're gonna to be the president of the real world? Me and Joe Rogan are going to go hunting mm-hmm. while everyone else is... Like, plugged in? Plugged in. Yeah. That's my life. You're not going to see a soul on the highway. He's going to be no, on ayahuasca and he's going to accidentally shoot you because he thinks that you're <laughs> the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or something like that. You know, some crazy thing that just appears to him. That's and a good way to go. It'll though. just be over. Yeah, yeah that's, over. that's a good story. Yeah. yeah that's a good well, story. you guys got to tell it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, write we'll, a book. We will. I'll write a book in your honor. What do you got on the TikTok take? So what I was going to say earlier, because just because you said, like, I'm a quote unquote early adopter, uh, kind of going back to the repetitiveness of content. Because TikTok is this new platform that's an entirely new set of eyes on you. They, yeah. they don't know your name. They don't know you know what you're about. So it, it's almost like recycling your content. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I've done a very poor job. So, of. so and and I think uh, like Omar's joked around this uh, about this before, but like how many videos can you make on creatine? Right, right. But you take that to TikTok, you get two million views yeah. instantly. So you have to do another one. Exactly. Yeah, you're dumb exactly, if you yeah. don't. And more people need to learn. They do. Mm -hmm. And uh, and my thing specifically was like doing powerlifting technique critiques. You know, just because I I've been in the game for a little bit of time. Like I'm a I'm a judge for USAPL, so you know I know how a lift is supposed to look. And if someone wanted to compete, it's like okay, send me your video, I'll critique it. And because that you know that's getting more eyes on the sport of powerlifting as a byproduct, I'm growing because of a result sure. of that. And you know that that kind of just like filters into my other social media. Like I hadn't posted on YouTube for I want to say ten months. But because I told uh, everyone on TikTok, hey, I've got a YouTube channel, it like instantly 2,500 subs in a day. That's sick. Yeah. Never, never happened to me before. Yeah. So, um, but which the, is kind of good not to switch subjects, but that's how I felt my YouTube career mm -hmm. went is a slow chug and yeah. I've never peaked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which feels good. Like I earned these fucking subs. Exactly. I didn't yeah. go viral yeah, yeah. and go fucking, you know, I didn't whatever, drink yeah. tequila with my head on fire. I think we were talking about this the other day, but like collaborations today, it's not going to be the same as as it was back then. It's yeah. like if you see like, uh, you know, because Christian and Max are like basically, you know, best friends at yeah. this point. They're basically neighbors. But back then you see it's like Christian Guzman feet Max tuning. It's like, oh, my God, I'm going to sub to Max yeah. right away today. It's not going to happen. Because you never saw them together. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it yeah. was it was a weird thing. You're like, damn, it was like mm -hmm. it was like a movie, a TV or movie crossover. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember X-Men did a thing with Spider-Man in the 90s when I was a kid. I was like, oh, fuck, what's Wolverine doing with Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. Your little brains exploded. Yeah. yeah. But but I think the uh, the kids and you know maybe adults that, that see quick success from TikTok, I'm not sure if they're going to last nearly as long because they're not diversifying their platform and they're just sticking to this very short form content, yeah. this short term growth. Uh, because with us, like we've been there for, like you said, like we, we earned these like loyal subscribers uh, you know, that are going to stick with us for a long time. Whereas with them, because they're taking a trending sound and doing like a seven second clip to it and, you know, they don't know their personality. Yeah. It's like what gives all these followers a reason to stay? That's what I was going to say with Nad's like negatives is like quick form for uh, 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 content is awesome because it's digestible. You make it quick. But the thing is, you can also just like cheat. Mm -hmm. So if you, you go on there like, yeah, man, get your back flat. Good job. Boof. Anybody can repeat that to anyone else on the deadlift. Mm -hmm. But the difference is when they meet Tim in person, say, hey, man, why am I keeping my back flat or how do I do that better? You could coach them for three hours on their deadlift. Mm -hmm. The person who just copies that content says back flat. They're actually not a coach. Yeah. Right. And so like it's like more like um, the funnel tip of clickbait society. Yeah. Uh, and I forget who I was talking to. I think I was talking to Larry yesterday about where content's going, et cetera, et cetera, and TikTok and how his YouTube's doing and how he how he's gone the opposite and he's pushing his YouTube because he likes long form content, uh, but he still likes his skits, et cetera. And I said, yeah, man, like the attention span of humans is just extreme, like everything else. We have TikTok where you're watching five seconds, but if you think about television, when we grew up, you're watching a half an hour show, which is actually. A 20 minute show with commercials and now the shows we watch ozarks episodes are like 150 minutes or something crazy yeah. right so it's on these extremes you never watch anything in the middle mm -hmm. so like youtube's kind of in a weird space in general or twitch people watch four hour streams and they'll watch every second of it or they'll watch movies etc or they'll watch tiktok this middle ground and i think it'll evolve and change i don't i don't think it's like a evolutionary i think with the tiktok thing though it's like people can build a huge platform but they don't know how to like change that to youtube or instagram yeah. or make money off of it well, so some of it's a skill too some people might not have it it's a huge well it's yeah. a personality thing right too. so you can like twerk on tiktok viral, yeah if you're making viral sounds or songs or whatever when you go to instagram nobody goes to your instagram right or when you try to sell something or actually show you who you are people yeah. don't care because that's why i stopped my youtube because i had that video go viral and yeah. then people started knowing me for that video and i was like I don't want to go down this rabbit hole of just chasing numbers and money and then get stuck doing that because yeah. i've also known people that put their whole careers off of one video and just kept doing that and then when you do something else people are like i don't want to see that yeah i want to see the the thing i subscribe for right where you want them you would like i, I would like a community that likes me and likes the things yeah. i like and that's why i like the slow growth because i think this whole process is like you can become a person and you could become known for something, but I'd rather be known for me however long it takes. Yeah. Um, because I'd rather just have fun doing me, hanging out with my friends, doing videos like this, and just that slow perpetual growth, but the, the money too. Yeah. You know? It's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's actually hard to do yeah. slow. Yeah. Slow shit's hard. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, there's other things you could do in terms of like um, diversifying. Yeah. So it's like 
getting on TikTok, being able to transform that so they could see your long form content that could say your actual personality. But a lot of people, it's hard if you actually have a personality. Yeah, that's the thing too. And I sound like a hater and an old guy doing it, but like <laughs> there is like, uh, some people just don't have it, you know? And that's where I kind of knock like the Gary V's and stuff jokingly where they're like, yeah, man, you could do it. Just post every day. Like 90% of those kids won't make it. They don't have it. You're not made. There's a reason George Clooney's fucking George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's luck and opportunity, but like they have it. And that's kind of what you're saying. Like, yeah, you can twerk on fucking TikTok and end up with a million followers, but what are you going to do? Do people care about your brains, your thoughts, yeah. or like who you are, what you're into? Is there is there a likability? Can you speak on camera? Can you do these things? Like if you were to take one random fitness TikToker and put them on this podcast right now, do you think they'd be able to like sit down and have a conversation with you? I would say with the random one, no. And that that's obviously our history is we've interviewed <laughs> everyone from every side of the world. And there's and and not to sound cocky or whatever, there's a reason some people have really good conversations and there's a reason people yeah. don't. And mm-hmm. there's a reason people are really good at this and not really good at this. Who is the worst? I can't. There's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> if you listen to like the first fifty episodes, uh, there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah, not of this show, but of the previous. Yeah, this one. show is kind of oh, all hitters. We have yeah. Mike Isretel and people on who just fucking kill it. You know, and then you, and then you get the fucking magicians like that, right? Where Mike Isretel's a doctor, he's jacked, smart as shit, and he's funny. Like you're like, oh fuck, dude, this guy's got it all. Sometimes you just don't know. I remember when we were at the house and we had this TikToker come through. I didn't know who he was. It was just some little kid, fifteen year old, and he wanted to shotgun a truly. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable giving you a truly. I was like, you look like a kid. I was like, how old are you? And he was like 15. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, it's not on me. And they did it and it went away. But then uh, next week, I see him on Logan Paul talking about how he just bought properties. And he's making millions a month. And I'm like, at 15. And he's like super smart. I'm like, what? Yeah, something's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, these kids, like you. sometimes you talk to them and you're like, Oh, this kid's literally just a low kid and you see them in a different setting. Yeah, for sure. Super professional. So it's like, I don't like to judge based off of that. Maybe they're nervous or whatever, but then it's, you meet a lot of, especially in fitness, the airheads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's based off of how strong you are or yeah, how, how you, you look. look. Um, and then they base their value off of that and they command respect based off of that. Yeah. Where it's like, we command respect based off of the respect we give to others and just treating people like normal people, regardless of, you know, it's like, it's three strong guys and the mics in here, you yeah. know? So it's like, we don't, we're still, all I got is personality. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, talk about like diversifying your content is that's something we talk a lot about is diversifying your, not to be fucking your dad out here, but like diversifying yourself as a human. Like yeah. don't be so tied to anything. I don't give a fuck what it is. Religion, politics, belief, lifting, sexuality. strength, sexuality, like no joke. Like that's so real where like, uh, I've known Joe and Tim for probably eight, nine years, kept more casually than we've hung out recently. But yeah. like we, we, we saw each other, we've hung out, we've had beers together in Austin, like little stuff. Uh, and me and Joe talked 80% about Halo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah, and, yeah. and he's a powerlifting coach for the, nine years. And the, I'm the game, everybody. Okay, oh, yeah. Not game. Halo testing. The yeah. Test, yeah. Uh, the Just <laughs> steroid. My poor Joe's in the USAPL. So <laughs> yeah. Halo, yeah. the video game. Uh, and, and he's a top level coach, and I've coached and powerlifted for 15 years. Technically, we have more in common over there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I love gaming. He, he was a top level Halo player. I was, you know, we have other things going on with our world and our life. So do we. So does Nico. Nico, we're talking about gaming the whole time. Whatever yep. it is, mm-hmm. there's more things to chat about than just dive in like, well, what are you doing with your sumo? Not oh that we don't want to talk about lifting because we also really enjoy lifting. But um, talking about some of the TikTokers or whoever it might be gets or fitness in particular gets so caught up in your bench press are so caught up in people my just need hobbies my oblique yeah. cut yeah like and i don't it, think lifting is a hobby i think we were talking about that in the car that people yeah. just kind of need something else outside of the gym yeah because yeah. they only have the gym then they go home and they think about it uh we're gonna shoot this sketch i'll tell you guys ahead of time if you guys want to copy it but it's about like it's an interview about like <laughs> do oh, we like, should do that you should put your an idea out there because you're um, have amazing ideas and run a contest who puts your idea into play best oh that'd be and, awesome and yeah. give them a prize that'd be cool i'd be down That'd be actually pretty cool. No, it'd be we a great idea. I have, I, mean, I have a thousand ideas a day. Yeah, I know. You just come up with one, and yeah. you you like you can maybe make a quick PDF, and yeah. then we'll talk about it, and then we'll give them like a Barber Brigade Third Street pack for the best video made. Uh, let's do it on this one. So the the, the concept <laughs> is, what has lifting done for you, right? So it's an interview, and it's like, oh, the the interview is asking like this guy, like, what has lifting, like, what's the most important part of lifting? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, it's been like a big improvement for my mental health, you know. 
And it's like everyone talks about how yeah. lifting is therapy. And then immediately cuts to footage of them like screaming in the mirror, talking yeah. shit to themselves. Beating their wife. Yeah, beating their <laughs> wife. Like getting super angst up, like angry for a yeah. lift. Their friend's like, you're a piece of shit if you don't hit this. Yeah. Uh, them talking in the mirror about it. And then um, they go for the lift. They miss it. The whole day is reviewing that video, yeah. watching it. And it's like at the end of it, it's like, yeah, it's for my mental health. Yeah. And it's like it's so bad for you. And then the same one is like lifting for health, right? And then it's like people lifting up so much weight, like they could deadlift five hundred but can't pick up a box off the floor. Yeah. They're eating gummy bears while they're working out. They're doing all these crazy They're taking trends. They're taking trends, <laughs> steroids, and it's like eating eating Chick fil A only. It's so much opposite of what the fitness industry actually we thought it was. Yeah. And fitness, we talked about this on the Barbell podcast where fitness doesn't equal health right you know at least being in the fitness industry it's literally about just numbers looking good mm -hmm. like you're saying when everyone would go out to the clubs dude like these fitness people would yeah. rage at clubs being super sloppy everyone was everywhere and you don't have to be a saint but you can do both like you could be the strongest guy on the planet hypothetically if you got the genetics all this stuff and still be very healthy mentally yeah. and physically it's possible it's not even close to it's hard all of this is hard but i don't think it's a care in their mind no it's not I mean, and, it wasn't it wasn't mine up sure. until recently too, where I'm like, I'm, I am getting older, and like, dude, my body fucking is rejecting me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's we just don't feel good. Yeah, yeah and sleep, like, water. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to look good, be able to move weight. You took like a few years off of lifting. Yeah, I didn't lift for like a, a full year. Yeah, didn't do shit. All I did was twitch twelve hours a day. That must have been fun. It was kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah, same thing. I I literally have three flights of stairs in my house, and I would go to the kitchen of my stair. I'm out of breath. Yeah. Where, like, yesterday I whooped Bart's ass in an assault bike. And I was tired. But yeah. It was a sprint. But just getting a hobby. Like, going For back sure. to that where it's, like, yeah. even I tell my girlfriend because then she works, she goes to the gym, and then she's just at home. And, yeah. like, she'll do her stuff, but then I'm, like, she'll wait for me to call her, talk, and stuff like that. I'm, like, you should find something else you yeah. can do outside of the gym. Or at least mm -hmm. try it. Try, yeah. try fucking golf. Try frisbee. Try yeah. anything. It doesn't matter. Food, cooking. There's a million things. Like, yeah. And you don't know what you like, enjoy, or the community that you like and enjoy until you do it. Yeah, because it's a community for everything, and yep. that's why people stay in powerlifting because they sure. meet all these friends. But that's um, the only reason I'm in it now. Swear to God, the community that I stayed. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. guys like you and Bart and Omar. Like, if it wasn't, I would probably just like catch a bro pump and find a new job. Bro pumps are amazing now. No, that's all I did. It back and buys. Yeah, <laughs> but then like I, there was this girl at the gym, and uh, she was just taking uh, selfies. She's my friend. She was taking <laughs> selfies. So I went up to her. I'm like, talking shit. Yeah. She was at least before you started this story. Yeah. We'll yeah. No, no, I've talked shit about her to other people, though. Okay. So, um, and now to you guys. But, uh, now to thousands and thousands. I went up to her and I was like, oh, are you like uh, working now or just taking selfies? And she was like, oh, hi, just, just taking selfies. So I thought we were joking around. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, what are you hitting? She goes, no, I'm just here to take photos. I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, it's my off day, but it's like, like content. I didn't want, yeah. She, she, no, she was just like, I just didn't want to be home. Uh, she was like, I had nothing else to do. I'm like, dude, literally, yeah. if you are no school, no work, no yeah. there's training, there's a lot of things. There's a there. lot of things. Yeah. And people come to the gym. And I, I was telling them, I was like, I love that we create a community where people feel like they could come and sure. hang out. But that breeds a lot of. But please don't hang out here if you're just going to take pictures. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's do something else. Because then you get caught up with your whole life in just training. And if you have a bad day with training, you're. You're literally not approachable at the gym. Yeah. You act like a sourpuss. You're doing all these certain things, and it's- You're getting old. Huh? You just said sourpuss. I said it in the You're car today, old, too. You're yeah. getting old, dude. He's getting old, dude. That's an old guy saying. I say uh, shit like that all the yeah. time. Uh, Dog gobbit. Dog gobbit. Um, and I, I just find so much passion in finding creativity- creativity in other things for sure and it's well it's, you get that's that's how i design clothes and stuff it's not because i barbell and then i put a barbell on a shirt it's because all the other shit i've done it's the basketball yeah. it's the music that i listen to that inspires what i do here yeah mm -hmm. and it feels good to be a beginner at something again for sure and trying to find something new sucking at it and i think that's where a lot of people kind of have a hard time where it's like you're afraid to start something new because you know you're gonna suck but i'm like that's how you have to start everyone yeah. is in that same position it's kind of like a slippery slope, though, when all the hobbies still filter into fitness. Well, no? well the yeah. three of us are fucked. Like, we're, we'd obviously say practice what we preach, but, like, we're all fucked because our lives are our business, yeah. are our hobbies, are our friends. And so now what do you do? Right? Yeah. I mean, I shoot guns. I, I know, cut. I know. But you know what I mean? It becomes a lot more difficult. Yeah. Well, anything, if you're busy. Yeah. Right? That's my point. And our busy is all in the same bucket. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's weird because like with, with my like hobbies outside of the gym, like the, it's my way of like de-stressing. Like I'll go to a driving range, you know, hit some balls. You golf. Huh? You golf a little bit? Just driving range. Suck at golf. We should go. Yeah, I'll go tonight. Hell yeah, We got dude. a 24-hour place right off the street. We're going. Yeah, it's sick. We're actually. going. But um, but it's either that, you know, go to the batting cages or even just like a walk, right? Yeah. But, but things I genuinely enjoy doing, like editing videos, like you said, like designing clothes, like all artsy-fartsy yeah. stuff, uh, like editing videos, editing pictures, it's still for game day. Right. All this construction stuff, it's like I find that very therapeutic. But it's for game day, so yeah. it's like it's all these hobbies just still filter into the and like you said, it's it's for the business, so right. you can't help that sometimes. And if you own a business, you can't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. you can't I, be like, oh no, I'm not gonna do that today. Like, no, through, I have to do all this. The barbell videos it made me hate editing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's oh, like, I totally hate editing <laughs> yeah. more than I can tell you. I started in 2005, yeah. and I just couldn't after a while. It, it becomes like like the worst work. Yeah. But you tell us, you go great. talk to Seabass. That dude's more stoked on editing than anyone on the planet. Well, I, I don't want to warn him about yeah, that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's lovely. But like, you know, three camera show, been doing a three camera show most of the time since 2013, 2014. And now we live edit. Yeah. So my son sits there and, and pushes the buttons. I used to have to do the whole show and then sit down and then do the whole show again. It's the worst. And then do the whole show again in the audio version. Yeah, podcast like, editing is a whole yeah. other uh, animal. Than I a, do the um, the podcast for yes, Barn Geo. It's the exact same. And so they send me all four angles. And the first one we did a live, uh, or not a live edit, but I edited in uh -huh. Premiere. And it took me like six hours to edit. Yeah, and then now, and then the response was like, "Oh, too many cuts, this that." And then we went to the four camera angles, so I was having to like even there take all four footage, make it into a square, and there's four video feeds at once. Right. And then we went to just one wide because they forgot to send me the other footage, and I had to get it up. And then people loved that the most. We're just the wide shot, and we're just sticking to that until I'm like, get someone there when you guys are recording and live edit. Yeah. And it'll be the greatest thing in the world. You too. chop up uh, ours though, yeah, the talk show, three camera chop up. I don't edit anything. Justin. Justin or we yeah, have another. But I'm just saying it is a three video. Yeah. yeah. And that's a bit easier. It's 10 minutes. Yeah, it's true. You know, and it's uh it's it's pretty simple when you get to it, but then when you have like an four four angles or three angles that are hours long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shit ton. Your computer starts slowing down and skipping, and then you have to like your sit brain there starts wait. slowing down. Yeah. You fall asleep and you miss an edit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's, know how many times I did that. Not to discourage a lot of people with the editing. No, I, I think like that's the as long as you do anything, and the better you become at it, because you're so good at it or yeah. semi-expert, it's quote unquote easier. Well, because so then it's the more long, boring. Mm -hmm. The long deadlifting. Long form. I don't get fucking stoked to deadlift today. I just deadlift. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm deadlifting. It's just like what you do. I, I don't wake up. It's like yippee! It's deadlift day. Yeah, I've done it for fucking fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. Same with editing. You're really good at it now. You're not going to get stoked yeah. like, I'm going to try this new thing. Like, you know how to do this new thing. I yeah. think how I kept training fun is my new goals are like the knees over toes, trying to get better, trying to feel healthier. So I still start with like the main lift. So I always, I, I think I'll always power lift. Yeah. I think it's important to do some form of like strength resistance. Um, but I don't go as heavy because I'd rather move like, if I can move 315 on bench, like for no, and that's still fucking insane. I feel like for most people. Yeah, well um, above the American average. Yeah. I mean, 225, you're already in the top, like, 1%. Yeah. Um, but if I could, like, bench 315 for 10, like, always, no matter what, that's more impressive to me, but long range, and I can get a good pump, get a good workout, than hitting 405. I'd rather be able to rep something comfortably or rep 405 on yeah. squats or rep 405 on deadlift for a long term and look good and feel healthy and still run, play basketball, do whatever, um, than going for one rep maxes where I'm literally drained the whole day and going back to the sourpuss dude all these people when it gets months off from their lifts are boring tired they hate their lives yeah. and i'm like what is it for unless you're at the top percentage yeah or you love it or you like it or whatever but uh same idea is like how many yeah. comments i get that i quit powerlifting or like, bitch, I bench squat dead every week like i think changing goals is another within everything is a huge proponent of not getting so locked into one thing mm -hmm. right like even even you you can you can scale out or scale in. If you're a powerlifter, maybe it is a rep PR. Maybe it is a, a I want to put on five pounds of muscle off season PR. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's yeah okay I've pulled six hundred now I want to do five fifty for five. You know you, you start to wiggle around these things rather than like PR PR meet 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 meet. Then you get so locked in like all you know is powerlifting. It's all right to like hey man I want to be able to uh, do a certain amount of calories on an assault bike. 
after my training. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to ride my bicycle or go for a walk for 10, 10 miles. Yeah. Like it's okay to do those. It's not going to take away from these other uh, goals and strength in the long term. Yeah, you're not going to be at your peak conditioning Boring and your peak powerlifting. show on YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah. Why do you think I'm not vlogging my 10-mile bike ride? Like, some of the views are pretty, but I'm just head down, glasses on, fucking hauling ass. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not that interesting, even though Nick Bear makes it cool somehow. I'm just not as cool as Nick. I kind of had the same thing uh, where, like, I'm sure you guys saw, like, I went to weightlifting for a little bit. I just, I had to break up squat bench yeah. deadlifts. Like, I couldn't do it anymore. And, and it's similar to you. It's like, if I could always do 315 for 10, it's like, if I could pull 500, like, walk up to any bar, pull 500 pounds, like, fine. Yeah, you're I don't care. It. But, like, I just needed something else to keep me interested in fitness, you know? Uh, like, obviously, I went back to powerlifting because I, I suck at weightlifting. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, it was just kind of the same thing. It's like, you do it for such a long period of time, it just gets boring. It becomes very routine. Yeah. I was gonna ask, like, who was the first YouTuber that you ever saw on, like that? It was like an actual YouTuber. It wasn't just like uploaded videos of Kai Greener. So I was talking to Nico about that, and uh, I watch Twitch a good amount now, and I have for maybe like six, seven, eight years. But I never like watched YouTube for fun. Ever? Never. Who's like the I, original I watched, fitness like person that you? So I watched YouTube because I started marketing and I started working in the industry, or I'd watch it to straight like learn. Um, but probably the very first is Scooby. Yeah, we're talking about Scooby. Scooby or like Elliot Hulse. Yeah. Um, those are probably the first ones that popped up. And I was doing all the marketing for Slingshot and like social media marketing. So I'd like send them stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I never like watched, watched. Like I never, I don't know any like the makeup guys or like the, or makeup girls or I'm sure there's makeup guys, uh, whatever. <laughs> or like the fucking food guys. I don't know any YouTubers. I, I was super heavy into just like that scene of yeah. YouTube. Because I was like, you watch Bart and then like JK and shit. Yeah. yeah. See, I never watched any of that. I didn't know that was a thing. I remember we were at uh, the first house you lived with them at. I'm not going to mention cities and shit, but uh, we're sitting on the couch. Alhambra. And, oh, all right. I mean, they're not going to fight him. That's true. That's there. true. That's true. <laughs> uh, and Geo, uh, we're already like homies. Like I basically like lived with you guys every every third month. I just stayed at the house, and she was like, "Yeah, you don't know what we do." I was like, "I know what you do," but and then she showed me like all the old Bart clips that are like millions. Oh, when we were watching on the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. was like, "Dude, I didn't know any of that." Like I watched, I, I sent Bart clothes and shit to market slingshot, and then I stayed with y'all and we became homies, and yeah. that was that. I knew he did YouTube, but I didn't know. When I got into fitness, though, it was just to learn. Yeah. Because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I was a little bit like that. Um, and then there was so many channels that were just like, I probably watched a thousand videos on how to do a curl. The percentage of quality coaches then was better than now. Yeah. So if you grabbed five random YouTube guys, like even Scooby, Elliot Hulse, and Omar, let's say, right? Like there were th- three of the first and big ones. Those are all pretty damn good coaches, really. They didn't really put out shit information. Where I bet you if we grab 10 random YouTube channels now, we're going to find some trash info. Mm-hmm. I think the thing right now is because everyone wants to be right. And back then it was like, you just train your ass off, you'll see results, right? Well, and, and I think the bigger thing was that they were actual coaches. Omar started like three coaching businesses before he put out a YouTube video Mm -hmm. by like age 21. And I, me too. I I own my own coaching gym. I owned a gym and worked at a commercial gym for four years before Jim first put me on camera. So I had already been a fitness professional. I remember when Omar was in like the white, like long sleeve, short hair. Oh my God, the short hair on the track. On the track. track. Yeah, like those videos are so like iconic to me. He's so funny. And then it's cool seeing fucking, he took from fitness to history channel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big crossover. That's insane. Yeah, it really is. But it um, fits him so well. Yeah. Like he's so knowledgeable and some crazy shit. It's crazy seeing how long he's been doing it. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty I mean, with Jim, like how long you guys been yeah. doing everything. I predate YouTube. Yeah. Like I did yeah, videos. When did, before when did you start doing old. all of this? Um the first the first video that I shot in fitness was probably two thousand four. Okay. Would you say it was We File? Uh, we uh we transfer we transfer. But before I before that there was actually no, a site. isn't we transfer the new one? I thought you said we file. We file. We file was a place you could upload videos to I before don't YouTube. There, there were there were three or four different yeah. ones, whatever. But um, and you basically you were just sending those files. Yeah. Um, there was a site called Iron Game, predating everything. There was a guy when I was a Diablo. One of the Diablo guys who was like he was there and then he was kicked out and he was there and he was kicked out. Just one of the smartest guys ever, but also just a real random element, let's just say. Uh, but he was completely obsessed with the site. He paid for it all himself. People would send him videos, and he would upload them. Literally, it was like it was like a regular website. That's wild. And then it wasn't it's not like there were previews or whatever. You would click it, and then it would like download to your to your computer, and you can watch it. Um, crazy stuff. But it was all like 
old meats, things that, you know, VHS rips. Um, every once in a while, you'd start to see people doing um, uh, training videos and stuff like that. The, the first video that I ever released, I think, was a was a music thing. Because I just, like, I had shot a bunch of footage, didn't really know what to do with it. And you could just throw it into the computer and would throw something back at you. Mm. You know, it would cut it to the music. Yeah, auto edit. Yeah. Yeah, that was sort of the first thing I I, I ever did. I mean, it's crazy because that's all like businesses and like starting a YouTube channel is considered a business. But yeah. like we've all been a part of opening gyms now. We all kind yeah. of like, yeah. uh, like you're probably one of the youngest ones to open your own gym. Yeah, I know you're 29 or 28 when you did it, but it's mm-hmm. like how was that whole process of like because you guys like people have opened gyms when they're younger, but they were like small basement gyms or something. Thing, but your gym is actually legit. It probably has like the most powerlifting equipment of any gym. It's a little bit weird. It, it's, and and I say like without without Joe, without Ricky, without Nico and uh, and Andrew, like none of that would have been possible because I originally wanted to open in New Jersey, and all the spots that I looked at, you know, I could fit like three or four combo racks in here, right? And then you know we go down to Texas and take a look at this one place. Um, it's like oh, th- there's like endless possibilities here, yeah. and we kind of just like took a shot in the dark for the um, same cost, probably. What was that for? Like the same cost of. <laughs> Yeah, 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 tiny yeah, thing. yeah. Texas versus New Jersey, yeah. more more or less, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's it's still a little bit surreal today, and and even sitting here and like talking about it, I feel I feel weird being away from it because you know, and I'm sure you got the same thing. Uh, like like we were talking about like making a YouTube channel, like whatever you start, that's your baby, and you want to be there for it all the time, and you know to trust it in somebody else's hands, like it's just a little bit scary, right? But uh, but just going back to it, um. Like whenever I walk through those doors, I'm like, damn, we did this. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's a little bit weird. It's like, oh hey, what's up, Tim? I'm like, are you are you new here? Like I, I we have members. This is like it's working. Yeah. Because because you know everybody's moving to Texas now. Everybody's starting a gym. It's it's almost like starting a gym is like the new starting a podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's like gyms popping up up left right down. Um. But yeah, we're we're making it work. You're alive. Yeah. I'm just I'm just at a loss for words. Like I wish I had a better answer to that question, but I, it's just surreal. It's yeah, re- it's, it's very surreal. I think uh, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, it's crazy because it's such a different uh, feeling than online business. Mm-hmm. You do a YouTube video and you throw it on the internet and you just forget about it and you let forget it kind of do its it, thing yeah. and you don't see it, you don't feel it. There's mm-hmm. comments and that's cool. It's cool to chat with people online, mm-hmm. but it's so different than hey Tim, love the barbell. And yeah. Like, oh, I bought that barbell. Oh, that yeah. that dude like <laughs> believes in what I'm doing. I see him. Yeah. yeah, it's a different vibe. It's just so weird because like over the years, um, you know, because I told you I had this idea of opening a gym since college. But, you know, like you you train at different gyms over the years. You figure out what you like, what you don't like. Um, like this one gym that I trained at in New Jersey, like I would make suggestions to the owner sometimes. It's like, you know, I, I think that, you know, this would you know really help your space. Like, I don't want to do this. But in reality, it's like that's the one thing that, you know, could propel your business even further. So now that, you know, we have the freedom to do that at game day, uh, it's it's just really cool. It's really cool. Well, I think because um, we've all helped thousands of people in yeah. this. And same thing where people have helped us, like when we would watch them across any channels, across just meeting them and stuff. But like through owning a gym, you get to see it directly mm-hmm. that people you, people that go to your gym is probably the first powerlifting gym that they go to that yeah. they actually feel a part of. Because mm-hmm. as much as we think they're huge, because I kind of barbell led the way in that essence, making like a, a public powerlifting gym, yeah. um, there's still, what, 10 of them? You know, like there's not that many. Yeah, there's not that many gyms that are made for powerlifting. Yeah, it's it's very unique, and it's like you still go to commercial gyms, and people are like they're using that equipment and they're happy. You know, it's funny seeing people that are happy with the shittiest equipment yeah. because that's all they have, and they're mm-hmm. just happy to be a part of it compared to people that go to some of the best gyms that still want more and more and more. But it's it's like a given in both. But having the access to a gym like that, where it's it is like a Disneyland for people that are into fitness. Yeah. You know, that's where they would want to go. Now they get to go to your gym, especially having one in Austin where it's it's the probably the, one of the first big powerlifting gyms that has all that equipment. Mm-hmm. And you guys probably have a younger crowd too that are coming in. Same thing with like all of our gyms where it's that's that we're we're the pinnacle for them in terms of strength. Yeah. You know, they get to learn from us, they get to watch us. And then when they see you guys doing like say they see you on this podcast, they're like they're looking at you like that's the goal I'm trying to get at. Yeah, you know, but they get to see you directly. Mm-hmm. That's literally the best advice I give everyone. Is like you want to power lift, or you want to get stronger, you just want to do anything, anything, TikTok. It doesn't matter what you want to do. Like just show up. 
Like yeah. you can learn a lot by watching. You can learn a lot by listening to podcasts and YouTube. But like you actually want to get better, buy a membership at Barber Brigade, buy a membership at Game Day, show up. Even ask Tim, hey, man, what time you train? You mind if I just use the platform next to you? I'm mm-hmm. sure. I don't want to speak for you. But I'm sure Tim will say like, yeah, man, that's cool. And fucking soak it in. That's the, that's the best, most accelerated to learn and get better. If you want to coach, if you want to create content, if you want to be a good lifter, any of that, it's going to help you more than any degree. It's going to help you more than any YouTube video you could ever find. Yeah. It's weird because uh, like coming from, you know, this social media background and we tell people all the time, like, hey, you, you know, you could record like anything you want here. Like we even give people tripods yeah, to, you know, same, to record their same, stuff. Yeah. Nobody does that. Oh really? Our oh, guys really? use oh, it, it pretty good all the time. Well, well, well when, when I say like, well, people like obviously use tripods to so, like send oh, you don't videos, see them, like, videos to the coach and everything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of creating content, nobody does that, and I find like an odd appreciation for that because everyone's there just to train. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We got to wrap it up. Nadim's got a meeting, and it's a beautiful end up. Yeah. Shout them out, Nads. Where they can find you? Go to Barber Brigade. All right, barberbrigade.com. Yeah, you'll see me there. Nadim, Barber Brigade, Los Angeles. Instagram, TikTok. I don't really post on TikTok. Soon. I haven't posted in like years, but maybe you could chop this up. You could, you could do some your gems you do. Yeah, take yeah, take clips that. from this, put it on TikTok. Yeah, gem gem talk it out. Shit about the TikTokers taking steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's where you put on there. Yeah, hit them, Tim. You can find me on Instagram at Tim Thibodeau. Same thing on YouTube. TikTok is Timmy Timidome. <laughs> or you could just go to gamedaybarbell.com. Go to the about section. Is it? Are we saying it incorrectly with Thibodeau? No, that's the joke, right? No, so my dad says Thibodeau. I say Thibodeau because I think it sounds like Tim uh, Thibodeau. Uh, I think it sounds a little bit better. Yeah, you know, silent, silent H and everything. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you um, change your first name? Isn't there a joke though? Kyle said something. Fuck, like an old meme. Timmy Babadook? Maybe, maybe something. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. You remember Simon and Garrett Aesthetics? Yeah, yeah. They, they came up with that. Yeah, yeah. something yeah, yeah. like that. I don't know. Who can forget? Um, February fourth and fifth. You're also going to find us here. Yeah, the real reason game day is here is we are throwing a USAPL. um, I don't even want to call it a meet, dude. We're calling a fucking party. An experience. Yeah, with the game day. It's going to be a game day party. Party. Uh, So February 4th and 5th, USAPL meet here at Third Street Barbo with the game day boys. They're all in town. Um, Be sure to share this, like this. New episodes every Wednesday, Friday. This following uh, uh, Wednesday, we're going to have the other part of game day. Sorry, Ricky. Besides Ricky uh, (laughs) on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Appreciate you guys for listening. I am at the Jim McDean on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you on Friday.